Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. All right. Hey everyone. I hope your week is going well. Now, before we officially kick off this episode, I just wanted to give you a quick fact of the day. And trust me, this one's going to go really quick because I'm excited to introduce our first interview podcast episode with the first I'm going to be talking with. But first, let me tell you the fact. So, Chicana Inc., an awesome organization, business, in 2015 was created to not just empower herself, the business owner, but to also empower others. And that is Dominica, who's right in front of me right now. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, no, girl, I'm excited too. Now, guys, again, you don't understand. I'm so excited. This is my first interview. We have a brand new intro. If you haven't heard on the last episode, I hope you're hearing it now. Now, definitely one thing I really want Dominica to share is her business organization, Chicana Inc. That's why I wanted to share the fact of the day. So can you, Dominica, please go and give us some more background of how Chicana Inc. is, how it came about, everything? Yeah, absolutely. So I love to share. I love to be very transparent because I feel like we can't, if we're not transparent, then how are we going to help others, right? Mm -hmm. And so in 2015, um, I decided that I needed something I was soul searching that I couldn't find in my own backyard. So I decided to create something where I could empower myself and empower others. And that's really where Chicana came. I wanted to have a company that celebrated my cultura. And so it's very much infused with mazapanes and cafecito. <laughs> y conchas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's really been a blessing to, um, offer that space to other mujeres and really what happens when we have a cafecito and pan dulce, we bond. Exactly. And that's like, that's why I think Americans kind of got like the cafecito idea from us. Because now like in LA and even here in the Modesto area, I'm always finding new like coffee places. And they're usually like, I can tell a lot of them are more Americanized, but I'm just like, bruh, you got that from us Latinos. Like, right. make sure to give us the credit we deserve. Because at the end of the day, it all originally started with, um, sorry, that was a piece of paper. It all started with like cafecitos and pan dulces from us Latinos. Right. Now, before we keep talking, I just want to ask, how's your day going? My day's going good besides trying not to melt with this heat. <laughs> no, guys. So we were, so before we actually started this episode, we, I want to say we were talking for like a good hour right. to kind of get the vibe going in to make sure that like we mesh together because I was very kind of upfront with Dominica, mm-hmm. even though we get along really great. I wanted to make sure that we would vibe because the reality is you can be like connected to a really amazing person who's amazing. You're amazing. But if maybe your vibes aren't really meshing, then maybe it's okay if you guys just don't like bond or not bond, but like work together. But thankfully, we actually work really well together. That's why I was like, girl, we got to do an episode. So that's what we're doing. Anyways, so one of the conversations we had was like, it's hot. And I'm like, girl, you're fine because our parents trained us for this. Because <laughs> growing up, we would be in a house with 105 degree weather with no AC running, nada, just a $10 fan. 
So we're trained, girl. That is the truth. That is the truth. Yeah. All those years without an AC. Exactly. And now I'm like, girl, you good. Like, honestly, till this day, even though I'm an adult with my own paychecks and whatnot, I'm still over here just using fans. Except the only thing is mine isn't $10. I spent $100. So it's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tea, my friends. Now that we cut off, cut sorry I definitely do mess up a lot but I also don't like to edit it out well not e- okay let me be real with you guys if I could actually edit out the other things I do I would however when you're doing a podcast it's really hard to try to mess not mess but like edit those parts off because then you take off a whole lot of content I don't know maybe it's because I'm not an expert yet but I noticed like with youtubers they're able to like snip it and cut off the ums the huh the da, da, da. I can't I don't know about you girl can you do that no <laughs> yeah so it's like no one of the things that I think is also awesome is that Dominica also has her own podcast that ties in together with Chicana Inc. So you can, can you talk a little bit about how that's going? Yeah, for sure. So I, I completely understand what you're saying. So here's my thing. I say that I am transparent, authentic, it's real and raw. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know what? When we are having conversations, it is what it is. And we just dish it out and we're transparent. And, you know, the ums and the um and yeah. You know, it it just comes out. No, and definitely. so it's so hard to censor it, but that's being really authentic. And I love stepping into that space where I can have someone not judge me. And mm-hmm. I'm just speaking from the heart. I'm speaking, you know, my Spanglish comes out. Yo también. Right? <laughs> you know, you know, half of it in Espanol and the other half in English. And that's one of the things I love about podcasts is mm-hmm. that you can be real, raw, and authentic. And you know what? What counts is the the love, the mucho amor that you're being able to provide to those who are listening. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love it, girl. Oh, my gosh. By the way, guys, she's wearing some really cute-ass blue eyeliner. I'm really living for it. That's the other thing, too, that I loved about her Instagram, which, by the way, make sure you follow after this episode. It's Chicana Inc., right? That's the Instagram handle. Literally, Chicana Inc. Anyways, you could see on the Instagram, she also shows off her bright makeup, which I think is so cute because I myself love bright colors. I'm pretty sure if you also follow my Instagram, Cafecito con Estrellita, or if you just know me because you've met me in person or whatnot, you've noticed I wear a lot of bright colors too. Like my huaraches right now have like three different colors going on. Yeah. Dominica, she's got her blue eyeliner, her pink lipstick, and I'm living for it. Where'd you get yours from, the oh, liner? So it's actually Mary Kay. It's one of my favorite lines, but I have to tell you that there's a story behind the boldness. And so a couple years ago, I went to my first out of like state trip. I went to Texas and um, there was a leadership dinner that I was attending. And the person who sat next to me, um, I was a big fan of on Instagram. And we started having a conversation and she told me, um, just she was giving out tips and she was talking to the whole table and she said, if you ladies want to really connect with somebody and you go to a networking event and you're nervous and you don't know anyone, definitely wear something bold because it never fails that somebody will give you a compliment. So it kind of stuck. Girl, I love that you just told me that because believe it or not, Back in the days, because I was also talking talking to Dominica that I used to blog like 
B-L-O-G, not blog, blog. And there was a time that I went to an event at YouTube Studios and it was a Latino event. And I believe, I can't remember what it's called. I think it was just titled YouTube Latino. And I went some with some really hot pink pumps. And let me tell you, when I stood out, I stood out. So I had a black blazer going on. I had a shirt that had some conchas on it that pretty much said, live your life. And I had some professional slacks and some hot pink pumps. Mm -hmm. So I kind of mixed it with some of my cultura slash business attire because I knew the kind of event I was going to. And it actually got me like... You said, Dominica, a lot of compliments. And I was actually able to, like, you know, connect and get to know a couple of popular Instagram um, role models that are on YouTube that were at that event, too. I love it. Yes, girl. So I thought that was awesome. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask you, girl, is... Tell me about your workshops you're doing. That's another thing that I think is really cute because she also has the word cafecito tied into it, but I'll let her take it away with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. So before quarantine, we were doing in-person workshops, and I always say that we were doing things that they don't teach you in school, things that I've learned through entrepreneurship. So like vision boards, gratitude workshops, um, you know, how to find your side high, side hustle, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, it wouldn't come out. And so those things that I found that I needed that I've learned through entrepreneurship, but when quarantine hit, I had to pivot and figure out what am I going to do? We can't meet in person. And so I created um, a series of conversations called Capacito and Conversation, half, half Spanish, half English. And, um, you know, again, to celebrate the Spanglish, and we did those virtual. So basically, I interview women from all over the globe. And I say globe because um, our interview hit Barcelona, Spain. And we interviewed an author. She's amazing. And really, we're just having conversations right now in the hopes to inspire the person who is viewing them and listening. And so it's really been a blessing. Um, I always say that through chaos, you find a gift. And so that was the gift of quarantine, being able to do something through technology and being able to connect with other mujeres. No, yeah, definitely. And I think that's so awesome that she's doing something like that, especially right now during the time we're living with coronavirus, which, by the way, if any of you are wondering how the heck is Estrellita doing an interview during this time? Let me just tell you, we both made sure to wash our hands. I, I definitely did. And I know she did, too. We are actually in su casita, which we're going to be talking a little bit more about a little later into this episode. I'm giving Dominica some little eyes because she knows how excited I was to be in her house. And she'll give you the story why a little later. And we also have our chairs like, like, okay, so we're close to each other, but we're not, if that makes sense. Which is why, thankfully, Dominica came in clutch and she pulled out her Yeti microphone, which can capture, like, both our voices really good, even though we're kind of distance apart. And, well, pretty much, we're just going to make sure we shower really good when we're at home. <laughs> and that's about it. But, no, like, but honestly, too, though, like, me and Dominica, like, how could I say this? Well, I'll say my part, and I know she can go ahead and say her part yes. too, but I'm pretty sure we're on the same boat. We do not want to let the virus fully stop us from living our lives. However, right. that does not mean that when we're in public, we're not wearing our masks because we definitely do. And that doesn't mean that, like, you know, we only go to the store for two seconds and then run home. No, like, we're living, we're doing our best not to be afraid. 
because it's such a it's such a particular time in the world right now. However, we're still making sure to keep caution. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about that? Oh, right no, definitely. I agree. And the thing is, is to not live in fear with practicing safe, you know, procedures and, you know, making sure that you're six feet apart, having sanitizer in your pockets, wearing a mask, um, and then trying to limit outings, you know, and contact with other people. And so having the opportunity to be an entrepreneur, you know, we're able to work remotely. And so I have minimum contact with people. And um, so it's very easy to fall into a bubble where you're just secluded. However, you know, you have to go outside, you have to go and get groceries. So it's just, you know, knowing and trusting yourself that you're going to be safe. Exactly. And that's the best thing we can do right now during this time, everyone. I'm just glad that we're being as safe as we can. Now, okay. So the topic we've all been waiting for, everyone. How did you, Dominica, get your house? Now, you guys, you do not understand. Like, the reason why, and she's probably like, I told her this. I'm like, you probably think I'm like, Estrellita, you're fucking crazy. Like, this is just a house. I'm like, no, girl, you don't understand. Like, me, myself, and many other Latinas I've met, we always tend to just like, you know, we live at home our whole lives. And if we don't live at home, maybe like we moved with some roommates because we went to college. At least that was my situation when I went to Santa Barbara. That was the first time I was ever living with roommates. Other than that, I lived in La Familia the whole time, always taking care of like, not just of myself, but like my siblings and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then right after you get married, I'm not married yet, by the way like, or anytime soon right now. Anyways, I'm not married. So what, but I have met a lot of Latinas that like, you know, they grow up similar like me, like la casa is importante. So you got to take care of the familia, make sure your schoolwork's done, la comida's ready, everything. But then it's like, by the time us Latinas are like full adults with some good income and whatnot, we're going straight to living with like our husband. And it's kind of like, where do us Latinas get that? time in our like 20s or 30s where we can actually like live in a space that we call our own before potentially getting married or like whatever it is you want to do so i i want them to get just to kind of share with you and all that oh definitely so i became a home homeowner at 25 and it was right after college when i came home um it was definitely a god wink because it's in a cul-de-sac, the same cul-de-sac where my parents live. And the home just became for sale. And I looked into it and my best friend in high school, her husband was selling the house. And so literally it was the easiest transition. He was amazing. The house, we got, a, it came with the refrigerator, couches, <laughs> a lavadora, secadora. And I was like, because that's a struggle. Laundry mats are a struggle. And so he really put the cherry on top when I got this house. And so I really believe that it was meant for me. And so here's the deal that I pretty much been working since 16. And so I've learned how to save because... I've always had to pay for school, boat, books, no one helped me. And my parents being um, just made the board, like the threshold over where I couldn't get financial aid. So I had a hustle. And 
Um, luckily, because I built all that up, um, there was no problem for me in getting this house. And I believe as a Latinas, you said something so key that we just transition to living at home and then most likely getting married. And it just worked out where I got this house. And so um, it's it's been a blessing in disguise because I've had it now for um, 10 years. And, you know, I've made it my little casita, casita de Dominica. Oh, definitely. And it really is like I'm living for the vibes, like her paintings. There's some with some nopalitos, which I'll bring up again later, like later, later in today's episode. I see her little like cafecito mug that she uses for her cafecito workshops. I definitely watched myself. I see some Frida Kaulo. I see like some bright colors. Like you can tell this is like La Casita de Dominica. Mm -hmm. Do you get like a lot of like girlfriends coming up? Well, not right now because of COVID, but like before. Before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you you be like the place to be? Well, I tell you that one of my favorite parties to host, are you ready? Yes. Uh, Beer and brawls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Tell me how that goes, girl. Oh my gosh. Sorry, that was my friend. Go. Okay. So um, I thought of this concept years ago and so basically every girl who comes will bring their own corona (laughs) (laughs) and then they'll bring a old bra you know we have the ones that we have in the closet we all have one yes that one bra i still have one from seventh grade yeah you can't tell me that you don't have it if you're listening and so we write down in a sharpie all of our problems everything that's weighing us down that we have on our back and then we just put it in the bonfire and burn it. And so it's our beer and bro party. I yeah. love it. Especially because, you know, like, I cannot speak for men. I can only speak for myself because, again, I am a woman. I know how it's like to be in a woman's shoes. But it's like, I feel like that's so awesome, especially to have, like, with your girlfriends and whatnot. Because us women, we go through a lot of struggles. Right. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, the whole pay wage gap. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. I did. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we have that struggle. We have, like, the struggle of not wanting to come off, like, the B word. You know what I'm saying? Right. When we want to raise from work. And we also have the struggles with having to, like, make sure that, like, how can I say this? We live a moral a moral life, whatever yes. that even means. I think that all goes back to the individual. Live like a moral life for ourselves and parents, but then like figure out how it's like, no, I want to just live my life. You know, like we just have, us women have so many things that, you know, we juggle. And to have like a bra and beer party like that, I'm kind of living for it. Right. I hope I get invited to the next one. For sure. For sure. You know, it's just something, it's like creating a sacred space with your tribe and to be able to just kind of let go of what's on your shoulders and burn it. And, you know, I absolutely love to be able to cultivate that space. And so it's one of the funnest things that happens. And we do. Like, I always tell friends like we always go into you know an organization or that boardroom or you know whatever you sit on it's like we always have two things against us especially being latinas one is the skin color and one's our gender because there's a gender pay gap as well right and so that's already two things that you have to work twice as hard to do and so now you add all this other stuff like mother and you know children pets right (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot and I was like yeah wait you don't have a pet right no is there a reason no I had a pet but I had to give her away oh yeah I feel it yeah I wasn't here a lot um and then she became 
she started to dig into my sofa and I thought, oh, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> get you, girl. It's hard to replace sofas. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. And hey, honestly, though, kind of how you mentioned being an entrepreneur, it's like, I mean, you have your own place to like do your things, but I imagine you're also out a lot. I don't know right now because of COVID. COVID is just stopping everyone. Let's be real. Anyways, but it's just like, you know, when you're in and out a lot, it's kind of like you need to make sure that, especially as an entrepreneur or whatever job you may have, that you're mindful of the types of, you know, things you can have in your circle, which is like, are you able to realistically take care of a pet? Because I've met some people that like, even though they know, like, let's say they have the college life schedule Mm -hmm. with working and stuff, they have a crazy schedule, never home. Maybe even if they're not entrepreneurs and they have a pet and then their pet's just like at home and sad. I don't know. Yeah. So I do a lot of community work. And so that is what gets me out of the house because as an entrepreneur, you have to go and network. Oh, yeah. You have to go and put yourself out there. And I realized quickly that for everything that I say yes to, I'm saying no to something. And it usually was my dog. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So I actually kind of admire that, that even though like, it was I imagine it was hard giving away your dog because dogs come on who wants to do that so I imagine it was hard but I give you props that you were selfless enough to realize your dog needed more yeah and you needed to make sure that you could do what you wanted for you and for Chicana Inc so that's what you did and I think that's awesome forward so we talked a little bit about your casita and how you've been working since like the age of 16 so you learned about savings mm-hmm. i want to know like how did that how did that all play into like you know what did it cost to have your dream your own casita well following your dreams is costly you know it's hard work and lots of times i go on instagram live like at 11:30 midnight to prove a point that this is the stuff that is behind the scenes that nobody tells you And so um, one of my most profound moments that I can say through entrepreneurship where I would say this was a cost was a speech was my speech that I shared when I got the 2019 Latina influence through Hispanic lifestyle. And it was important to me to share this speech because I didn't realize that I had challenged myself to do it. And then the opportunity came and um, it validated everything that I have been through. And so I didn't know where to network. I went to the flea market. I thought, well, that's where I'm going to meet people. Everybody goes to the flea market, El Matito. (laughs) And the day just started awful. And um, the person who was supposed to um, tell me how to set up, she was late. And so I had to figure it out. And they put me in a booth where my canopy was overlapping with two other Latino men. And so they argued with me. They wanted me to move just because the legs were in their in their area. And they went as far as to go get the manager and physically bring some men to lift up the table and move me somewhere else because they didn't want me there. And they were, you know, seasoned veterans. And, of course, being a mujer and being young, because this was years ago, they, um, they moved me. And even their daughters were like, Apa, leave her alone. Like, it's fine. We'll be fine. And no, they moved me. And so along that, when that was happening, I didn't realize they were calling my license plate of my car at the same time. So I'll share why that's important in a sec. And so I was there all day. I was hungry. I didn't have a lot of money with me. It wasn't really going well. And the person who um, was supposed to come and help me came and then she was criticizing the way that I looked, that I didn't look professional enough. 
Well, then she left and I was still hungry. So I asked a friend to come and I told her, we'll split the contacts. And so she came and she brought me food. And that was a godsend because I didn't have any money with me. And so by the time she had to leave, I asked her if she can wait so I can kind of pack up most of my stuff. And so when I would have to leave, I didn't have a lot of stuff. And I went to the my car and I was trapped by orange vendors. El nara, el, la persona that was selling naranjas trapped me. And he said, we were calling you in the morning. How was I supposed to know? I don't know my license plate. Like, does you? Like, <laughs> and so I had to go through another argument. And finally, they let me move my car. And so the end of the day happened. Finally, I packed up everything. I was going to my car. And guess what I saw? What, girl? A dirty diaper that was full of two. Oh, no. All smeared all over my car. And that was really a profound moment. And I had to call my mentor at the time, and, well, Air Coats mentor. And uh, she had said, she laughed. She laughed and she said, well, Dominica, you are going to be able to tell the story one day on a podium. That's the theme that I took away from that moment. And uh, last year I was able to tell that story in front of a podium. And we'll get into that in just one second. Continue, please. So um, that was a very hard moment to live because why I started my entrepreneurship journey is because I needed to pay my student loans. And this is why I was out there at the flea market trying to meet people, trying to network, trying to get clients. And here, this god-awful thing happens, like really a dirty diaper. And thank God it wasn't on the driver's side handle. You know, I was able to get in. Yeah. And I remember thinking driving home, like I still was hungry. By then it was dinner. And it's like, I only have a couple of dollars. Do I spend it on McDonald's or do I do go through the car wash? And so to add to the assault that I came home, I chose McDonald's. <laughs> I was hungry. And I had to wash it. I had to wash it off. And that was even like harder. And so it was that moment where I told myself that I would always put my best foot forward. I wouldn't allow anyone to see me cave and that I would help other Latinas, you know, to go through entrepreneurship. And I think that's one of the main things why Chicana Inc. is I'm so driven with it because it's creating a, an opportunity for others to learn from me. And um, these bumps in the roads are always going to happen. But the thing is, is that you have to take it and use it as fuel. Because even last year, um, there was a price tag for me to leave my corporate America job. It came with a price tag as $7,000. And because I was breaking my contract with an organization that was a part of. And so when you say, Dominica, did following your dreams have a price tag? Yes, it did. And it had a monetary price tag, a 7K, but it also had a um, another price, which is the, you know, mental health part of it of like, you know, am I going to give up? You know, I'm used to a family where they live paycheck to paycheck. What, what am I, who am I to be any different? You know, maybe I should just find another job where I'm going to sit down and get that paycheck. No, of course, girl. And I feel and like, no, I'm really feeling you right now. Like my heart is just because, okay, another conversation we did have, guys, I told Dominica I wasn't going to get into it. I'm just going to get into a small Schmidt, the small piece because it just happened. But I get you following your dreams costs a price. I mean, like 
I mean, I know you guys have probably like heard on my previous episodes or read my bios, but I'm a grad student and I work. I work full time. And if I'm not working full time, I work two jobs. Right now I have a side hustle and I'm doing this podcast. Yes, it's super awesome that I've networked with amazing people like Ch- like the Chicana Inc. entrepreneur Dominica and other awesome creators. However, I've had to pay a price where I failed drastically with two romantic relationships. And I mean, I don't think n- neither of us were like bad people. I wasn't a bad person. Neither was the two people I was with at those times bad people. But it's like when you have a dream, you- your dream, you need to put things into it. Time, mindset, mind everything and it's like I feel like I'm holding back my tears right now because I literally told Dominica like the whole thing but it's just like it's just it's a lot but that's why you need to know in the bottom of your heart that if you're going to give up on things that matter to you because for Dominica it was like her rep her reputation making sure that like she had money para comer y todo she was giving up a lot and for me it's like my struggles were different from hers but the kind of thing I had to know that I needed to give up was like love for a little while. And for me, that's probably for other people, it's easy. But for someone like myself, if especially those people have known me since I was a little girl, my family, I'm very cariñosa. I'm a, I have a very big heart. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a hopeless romantic. Well, hopeful romantic. And that's why having to fail two relationships that I've had in my adulthood so badly because, you know, some of my actions had a price to pay. It's like, that's what hurts the most and was the biggest sacrifice. Let me ask you this, Dominica. How are you feeling now going through all that with your dream right now? Empowered. And I'm with you, sister. I would not change a single thing that I've gone through because it's made me stronger. And out of that strength, I'm able to help others you know, and contribute to their own strength. And so I remember this quote that I came across that said, what are you exchanging for your paycheck? And so that really stood strong in my heart for a very long time. And even though these... um, (laughs) Sorry, that was Dominica's ringtone in case anybody wanted to know. So... Sorry, we probably kind of needed that moment to happen too because like our eyes, I could, I see Dominica's eyes. I feel my eyes. We needed that. Thanks. Thank you. Who was that? Your mom, I'm assuming? Yeah, that was my niece. Ah, well, thank you, girl. We needed that. All right. Continue, Dominica. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like we, um, as mujeres, go through a lot and you have to really value your worth and there's comes moments where you have to let go of things that may have been comfortable and whether it be good pay or you know a good office with a window or whatever that looks like for you but when you are validating all the schoolwork that you've gone through you know I've gone through two degrees no, definitely, girl. And you know. technically, I went through two degrees, too, but they were about... Well, actually, I guess three now because of my AA degree and two BAs I got in SB, Santa Barbara. Um, but, like, right now, again, I'm striving towards those, that third degree. No, fourth. Whatever it is. But, yeah, so Dominica, she actually has her master's, which I think is so awesome. And it's in leadership. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. yes. So can you talk a little bit about where you went to school and whatnot? Yeah, definitely. So I... I 
Um, I'm homegrown, so I started off with Modesto Junior College, mm -hmm. and then San Jose State, and then Bradman University. That's awesome. Now, how was your time at San Jose State? And I'm curious, because I actually have a couple girlfriends that are there right now, or have gone there. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It was um, a great journey being there. It's definitely, in my time, it was a commuter school which I personally had a little bit of a hard time with because I would be in a classroom and then everybody would run home. And it's like, there was really, it was really hard to make connections with different people, but I joined a sorority and that's where I connected. <gasps> that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I did not get the chance to do a sorority because by the time I tried to rush, because I was also a transfer student around Valley College, then UC Santa Barbara, when I found out about multicultural sororities, because I always thought it was only the Greek ones that have like, you know, more white girls and sorry I'm trying to say you, you know what I'm saying um well I didn't know there was multicultural sororities I did not know oh my god okay so well you got lucky though and found yeah. it in time to still do it because it's like you know there's a whole process to join one right but we we know that yeah anyways but one of my best friends that also went with me to Santa Barbara she's back in LA she did the whole process so it's just like now she's LSG Shout out to you, Cynthia. Now, which sorority were you part of? Well, actually, I went Greek, so Delta Gamma. <gasps> Look at yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And how was it? Um, It was not like what you see in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Not like the movies. <laughs> right. Okay. It's not, like, not at all for me. That was not my experience. Um, So I had to work two jobs to... Remember, I don't get financial, I didn't get financial aid. And so Monday through Friday, I was working at the school cafeteria, basically, in the salad bar. It was more like a cafe. <laughs> and so let me make that clear. It was like a cafe. And it was the potato girl. So no. I, you came and you wanted your potatoes. <laughs> I was your girl. <laughs> yeah. And so I did that Monday through Friday. And then on weekends, I worked at the stadium. Um, and I did concessions. That's yeah. Awesome. So literally, and I I rocked it with eighteen units because in my head, the more units I took, the less time I was there, which means less money I spent. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work though? That's the thing. Did it work? Uh, yes and no. Okay, <laughs> we gotta look for the positives, girl. Right, right. Yes, and I just love that you are the potato girl in undergrad because I clean toilets to pay for my Santa Barbara. Uh, things if you know what I mean because I worked for the the basketball gym not like a you know the workout gym no like the actual basketball gym for it was it's called the Thunderdome back at UCSB and I was pretty much scrubbing toilets sweeping everything you can think of so we you know I was I guess the the toilet cleaner girl and she was the potato girl I kind of right. live for it right. <laughs> oh all that stuff do you miss college you know what um no <laughs> Because for me, it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy thing to do. But if I had to give myself advice, I would do it completely a different way and enjoy it. Because yeah. it really is the last time where you, you know, head into really what you could define as pure adulthood with that clock in, clock out. Oh, yeah. You know? And so um, really not having anyone to mentor me, you know, I... I wish I somebody would have said, you know, really enjoy it because girl. I didn't. Yeah. I feel it, girl. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love that you are able to empower others. And I'm pretty sure that when people come and ask you, how should I do college? 
I'm sure that you let them know about that. Do what you can to enjoy it. Because it's true. I remember my senior year at SB, I would always tell my friends, dang it. We're getting closer to the real world. That's how I described it. Because, right. like, I kind of had an idea how it would be. But, like, not fully until, like, because, you know. And I still feel like I personally don't know how it is to be in the real world 100%. Yeah. Because I'm still in school. Yes, I have more big girl bills to pay right now. <laughs> which is why your support for my podcast means everything. However, um, I still don't feel like it's at the level as other individuals who have like their house payments to do their grocery shoppings for other people besides themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just like, I don't feel like I've hit the real, real world yet, even though I have also worked in the real world, just because I'm still in grad school and whatnot. But I know, I'm assuming like you've had that real world hit for a while now, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And again, I think this is why I enjoy so much Chicana Inc. Because I'm able to, you know, tell myself, like, not really tell myself, but tell myself, like, the things that I could have done different. You know, so I love sharing that. And that real world experience, the girl, that is a whole nother podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And me and Dominica have actually talked about, like, because you all know the deal. Cafecito con Estrellita is a solo-based podcast. However, whenever I get a chance to snag an interview from an awesome Latina or just an awesome person in general, like I'm being genuine, I snag on it because you, you know it's it's rare when there's people that like feel your vibes, feel your message, and Dominica's one of them. So we'll definitely have episodes in the future. So let us know what you think about that thought and maybe like let me know on my Instagram or her her Instagram, which I'll put in the show notes before below this podcast episode. What things do you want to hear us talk more about? So we're definitely coming towards the end of an episode, just like how most of my listeners are kind of used to. And the way I end those, see, there it goes again. I can't talk. Anyways, the way I end those episodes are definitely is definitely with a quote of the day. And this one is Love Grows Here. And it's by La Casita de Dominica. <laughs> and I say that because right now it's I see a painting she has and it has three nopales and it literally says Love Grows Here. And there's just different nopales and they're all like, you know, different shapes, different sizes, but they're still growing. So how do you feel about that painting and that quote when you see it? Why'd you pick it? So if we're going to analyze it, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I I do believe that subconsciously we pick things without even thinking, knowing why. Mm -hmm. But if I had to put into words, it's really something that you just said right now is that even like the nopal, it grows, you know, even though in spite of the thorns. And so knowing that we can still grow in spite of the uh, the thorns that we have and share love and create love and grow love, like that is completely what I'm all about. And I love that. If anything, I think what I'm going to do is obviously as long as you let me because this is La Casita de Dominica, I'm going to take a picture of it. And do I have your consent? Oh, yes. Okay, perfect. I'm going to take a picture of it and I'll post it on my story so you can definitely check it out. And I'll probably put it in one of my highlights. So then it's like, if 
you know, if anyone needs to see that painting, because I'm honestly living for it. Like when I saw it, I just got like, I don't know, like, like I said, her house is very warming, very inviting. Like I actually see that she has like another like painting that says follow at Team Dominica Instagram. I love it. Like I'm telling you, I'm living for her house. So it's like, oh my gosh. And I'm over here telling you guys like all the details. She's probably like, Estrellita, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell people where I live. <laughs> it's all good. It's so all it's good. Like, yeah, but no, I'm living for her house. So it's like, oh my gosh. I wonder if I gave you a different perspective of your home because I'm like living for it. Have I or how are you feeling with that? No, you know what? I think um, you're the first. I felt that um because i have gray walls then my house didn't feel warm and cozy and so i love that you shared that because i really thought that the paint would throw people off no <laughs> not at all so i girl. tried to add some pop of color so my curtains are yellow yeah um, you know green couches <laughs> yeah no honestly guys okay when i saw her yellow curtains for a second with my peripheral vision I thought it was like a backdrop, like, you know, to pose for Instagram pictures. I literally thought that's what I was. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. She really is all about that entrepreneur lifestyle. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and start to wrap up this episode. But like I said, we'll definitely have future episodes coming up. We just have to see, like, work around our schedules and whatnot and go from there. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, review comment i said that in a weird order but you know what i mean to this podcast cafecito con estrellita it will mean the world because it whatever income or you know revenue i get from this podcast always either goes back to the podcast or my actual books for my classes because your girl again still in grad school and please make sure to go and follow dominica as well can you go ahead and leave your handles wherever of you want to leave so our website is of course www.chicanainc.com and on Instagram, Chicana underscore Inc. Facebook, Chicana Inc. I love it. All right, you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.